Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we have special guest Vicky joining us to talk about Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. Woo! Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome, Vicky. Welcome, welcome. Vicky is usually our Downton Abbey London correspondent, but mm-hmm. we're still figuring that out. <laughs> <laughs> Which episode she wants to be in for season five. But I'm um... talking about season five, but I will <laughs> oh, I will boy. be making an appearance. Excellent. Um, we're having a we're we're like episode two in and uh, it's it's great so far we're we're liking it um better than it's it's crazy it's crazy Um, definitely better than season four season four is a write-off oh for sure um we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about top gun um yes i reached out to vicky i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about you for a second vicky yeah about why i wanted about why i wanted you (laughs) on the episode um so I watched Top Gun and the new Top Gun. And I, I had seen the first Top Gun like however long ago. Um, and I don't know how I knew this or how, but I knew I knew Vicky had something to do with Top Gun. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But I was talking to my roommate. And I was like, I was like, does Vicky, does Vicky like Top Gun? And my roommate was like, yes. Uh-huh. Vicky went through like a Top Gun phase. And I was like, oh, oh Jesus. I was like, really? okay so then i reached out to vicky and i'm like is this true and vicky's like oh yes completely and i was like okay are you gonna see the new top gun do you want to be on our podcast and she's like yes so (laughs) so i'm I'm hoping you'll elaborate on this like what the top gun phase meant to you because i would really love to know um it really stems from just the gay subtext that is so prevalent Uh in the first top gun Uh that became a real obsession for me the maverick Iceman tension yeah was a bit of an obsession um, to the point where I even got a Top Gun costume what? of Iceman. What? What was I, your to this day, have it. Um, it was, you know, it was like a sexy Iceman costume. Wait, so like a, oh. a jumpsuit or what? It was like it was like it was like a romper. Like it was like a woman version okay. of a Top Gun flight suit. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but a I sexy also pilot. Sexy pilot, but right. I had the Iceman. I had all the Top Gun oh, insignia. This I had Iceman the on the front. I've ever heard. Because this is even better was... than I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I even had my friend Photoshop me into a Top Gun photo, and I wow. was Iceman. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Did you watch the Val- the Val Kilmer documentary on HBO? that he has that was like from the past couple years it's very sad because val kilmer like as we saw in the movie can't really speak and he's just that's real it's real yeah and yeah he has throat cancer yeah so he's really um in a kind of state where he's just he's very like it's hard for him to reflect on his life i think and so that's what the movie is about um 
but Goodness. it was great to see him in the new movie as well. And so, yeah, I yeah, mean, so nice. He, he appeared. I think it really added a good point and sort of nice callback. Well, the so my relationship with the first Top Gun, I never saw it, um, but I definitely knew of it because it's iconic. There's the songs, you know, obviously the, the theme song, but also... Um, Highway to the yeah. danger zone, and then Kenny the romance song. Um, take my breath, take away. my breath away. That plays, and honestly, over and over <laughs> again. Like so, watching so it good. for the very first time a few weeks ago, I was very surprised at how much it was integrated into the um, montages and the sexiness of the planes, the sexiness of the characters. It's so over the top and just like saturated with bodies and like sweat and like 80s nostalgia and just like yeah and even the planes are sexy right so it's like a very like interesting way of shooting a movie i think that's supposed to be super macho it's truly like quite um sensual and like like very pornographic in a lot of ways and i was not expecting that so that was kind of great. <laughs> I'd like to say that, you know, how when we were talking about Twister, Alessandra, that twist, Twister states oh, yeah. that it has made storm chasing sexy. Right. Well, Top Gun definitely makes flying planes sexy. Oh, it's like, 100%. I, 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 I'm trying to think back of when I first watched it. I definitely didn't remember, like, hating it. But I didn't remember, like, like you know, loving it. I don't know. Maybe it was just Tom Cruise's character. Like, I, I liked Maverick as a character. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Tom Cruise just is just ick. Um, so it's, so it's just hard to, um, but I definitely remember loving like all the other characters. Like I even like, I I like the female love interest. Um, Mm -hmm. I like Iceman. I like Goose. I like all the other dudes that were in there. It's just Maverick was just like also there. And, you know, his character was, was, was well done. He was, you know, not an asshole. He was like overly confident and he was, you know, he was great. And like, just the, just the butting of heads with everyone was just obviously amazing. Um, was I going with this? Oh yeah. So so Top Gun made <laughs> made flying planes sexy. It's just it's such a vibe. Like <laughs> really I didn't think I didn't think I would like the first Top Gun. I obviously like the second one a lot better. Um, but I think they're just a great pair. Like the just mm-hmm. the stories meshing up. I thought all of like the references and the and the repeat stuff would be like a little cheesy. But I love how the opening of the second movie was the same as the first one mm-hmm. with like the music and everything. And yeah. all of the references. And him on the motorcycle. Were, yes, the motorcycle. With no helmet. Was, he never wears a fucking yeah. helmet. And he's, he's going too like cool for it. Such a hundred miles an hour. Not, not even Jennifer Connolly wears a helmet. And I'm watching this movie. and I'm like, come on, guys. Like, you're just playing no, with your it. lives here. Like, you just don't even care. They're on the highway to the danger zone. They don't they really need a are. helmet. They're constantly in it. What I do like about the new movie is that one thing I will say about the first Top Gun is that nothing felt like it was really at risk. It just felt like mm-hmm. we were just following the days, the lives of these pilots in, in class. It right. wasn't really like nothing. Yeah. I know they have that huge dogfight in the end. That's supposed to be like mm-hmm. this really intense. See- and it is a little bit like um, it was obviously the most intense when goose dies yes. uh, in the first, yeah. in the first movie, but nothing really felt like it was at risk in the first top gun. Mm-hmm. It was just, I was just vibing. Like it mm-hmm. just was, mm-hmm. It just was a fun time. But the second one, like, really, really, I felt the risk. I was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Who's going to die? Who's going to get hurt? What's going to happen? My babies can't die. What is happening? 
Like, yeah. It's, oh my god, I was so protective of Miles Teller. I was like, do not fucking do this to me right now. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. The drama. I think the, the screenplay was very good because you, you're introduced so to these characters after you know that one of them has to die. So it automatically makes you like more connecting to them in some way, even if you don't even like them that much. You're kind of like, but they don't deserve to die. They don't deserve to die. And so that's kind of what we're watching as we see it. And then the fact that really none of them die, it's kind of like wild to just have that such triumphant ending that you're kind of expecting it not to be so triumphant, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest difference with the first and second is just, yeah, the structure is huge. Mm -hmm. In the first one, the biggest stake was that they were trying to compete for the Top Gun trophy. Right, right. And this one, obviously, is they're trying to destroy a uranium enrichment plant. In some unknown country. Wildly different, yeah. Yeah. No, it was Iran. It was Iran. Oh, well, I thought it was just a general, like nondescript country like because we didn't see anybody anybody else it was like we saw the other pilots but they were completely covered up like it could have been in any country you know what i mean it was just like really um unclear and i liked that because it was the high stakes obviously of something like a nuclear plant in a sense well with uranium in it um it was kind of like crazy to have that juxtaposition of the first movie like you were saying yeah Um, yeah i think yeah and i think the stages that the second movie went through were so much clearer than the first one mm -hmm. we had sort of and the way it was shot in terms of the simulator was so clear and easy to follow i thought that was such good directing oh yeah you know exactly where the plane was going in relation to the simulation they were doing with the mountain Mm -hmm. when they were going down it was just so clear to follow whereas in the first one oh my god it was you didn't really know what was happening. Yes, I agree. The flying, the flying choreography and the dog fights were so much easier to follow. Like it would mm-hmm. just be the close-ups of the of the pilot and then the plane going one weird direction. Like it just <laughs> yep. what, all these all these cuts, yeah. like just very quick, just just completely random, not really knowing what's happening, but actually being able to follow like what the planes were doing was was so good and so much better and just so much more enjoyable. Because I, I would kind of just zone out when when they would have like their little dogfight stuff. Because you know I, I listened to what they were saying, but it was just I I could not follow what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, it was impossible. I I did like the more explanation of the way that like they do kill shots and stuff, and then also like the the hard deck, and it was like more clear. I think just hearing all of like the pilot lingo and stuff, and them having like all these call signs. It's such an interesting aspect of america in general or just pilots in general and it's like so specific to that one thing and i think that's really what makes the first movie and the second one just really great because it's extremely extremely specific like this is a a very group of people that like nobody gets to really interact with on a daily basis so that's what makes it a fun movie and an interesting movie that people like this exist kind of but of course this is a fictional world but it's like the idea of these pilots who just kind of live on top of everybody else in a metaphorical and literal sense. <laughs> and it's very interesting. Mm. Um, I never thought I was going to like it. I thought I was going to come into this just thinking it was just some crazy <clears throat> foreign, you know, like them trying to defeat the enemy. And it, it was really not like that at all. Like it was just so much more 
personal and drama and especially when goose dies and that was kind of the driving force of the second movie for the drama um yeah just like yeah. some some dude bro action film like that's yeah. what i thought it was gonna be but it has so much heart and so much love <laughs> oh my god and so <laughs> like i don't oh my god okay so like watching this movie made me kind of want to like learn more about like the male and female gaze because i felt like mm-hmm. like this movie mm-hmm. like is it's very female gazy right or is it a little bit of both is it like what is it i think it's a little bit both. of both I would yeah say. both mm-hmm. i love watching um oh my god i watched this tiktok recently I think that's where popular yeah yeah probably um it's this girl she's filming her her boyfriend or something in the movie theater and the the beach scene comes up in top gun like you can't see it but she's just filming him and she's like she's like beach scene and top gun maverick coming up and then she switches it to her boyfriend he's just like (laughs) like and then and she puts like little tags like by panic by panic by panic by panic like all over the screen and i'm like yes like this movie does that to you oh my god that beach scene was so cute with everyone mm-hmm. and oh god, i loved everyone they were all so good yeah i love i love yeah. these characters oh my god and i, I want to find some parallels the volleyball scene in the first one mm-hmm. yes the volleyball scene <laughs> so good that was that was one of the yeah it goes out in history as a very gay scene the volleyball scene mm-hmm. in the oh, first one sure that yeah. was sort of driving home yeah i mean yeah, that, whole, was definitely... that whole movie was gay <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know. it's it, it i know there's a female love interest but no it's is gay no there really isn't though it's <laughs> that is inconsequential <clears throat> i think that the that like... really could have been taken out yeah it could have the 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 fact that he's like with nothing would have teacher... like, it doesn't affect the story yeah she is she is part of it but it's again similar to jennifer Connolly. like it's not really important to the story other than to like support the main character and his kind of journey from being a little bit too hot-headed and very hot-headed in the beginning of the first movie to being kind of taken down a peg so he needs to like have that moment and have that softness near him because the softness it doesn't really exist in the the world of the pilots um the kind of more emotional side they don't really let him Mm. grieve over goose either and i was like pretty sad about that um but it was definitely like maybe because in real life they just can't have time to grieve their friend you know like yeah they're out there it's like very important that they continue without having that emotional barrier which is like very harsh but that's just the way it is in like the army and the navy you know like you have to do it so yeah um, unless you request to leave like that guy in the first movie mm-hmm. like he's like right right after the first opening that guy like kind of yeah. just seizes up and he yeah. just he freaks out and he's like i have a family i have children like this is scary i need to go see them and then it's it's kind of a career killer like you're kind of because yeah, you like you can't mentally feel. handle this yeah. Which is understandable. Totally. Like, this is scary. It's <laughs> scary, dude. Yeah, he, like, had that freak out. And I can imagine, and it's so claustrophobic in the, those planes. And the way that the they're shot as well is, like, so claustrophobic. And it just feels like, and you can hear them breathing and stuff. It's very, very particular. I mean, I would get very claustrophobic in a, in a situation like that. And 
just kind of like having your entire life flash before your eyes before you go up in a ball of flames is, is kind of insane. Um, mm-hmm. And the way yeah. that the filmmakers do that is fantastic. The way that they show us that and get us into the mind of those characters in that moment is is brilliant. I mean, it's such a good movie, this, this second one especially. Definitely one of the best movies I've seen this year. And I think that's like so it's crazy yeah. like that i would say that about this the sequel to this 80s movie <laughs> it's crazy uh, it's just wild yeah i think it's yeah i think it's the best action <clears throat> movies of the year yeah for sure it's like edge of edge of your seat exciting it's like just a pure summer movie vicky mm-hmm. what what time of your life was your top gun phase was this like college or was this like high school this was first year of college. Oh. This was first year of college. College. Okay. Yeah. I do not know first when I watched college, it. Yeah. I, th- I think or my maybe, parents have Top Gun on tape, but I don't think that's where I watched it. <laughs> no, it was last year of college. First. It was, no, sorry. Last year of high school. First year of college. It was like that that time period. So 2013. Okay. Yeah. 2013. Nice. Nice. Was the such a, year. Such a good, such a good, good year. <laughs> good time. Good time. Good time. Oh man, um, I took yeah. my parents to see Top Gun. And it went yeah, it went hard. <laughs> I went and saw Top Gun with my parents, um, and um, I think my dad cried. I think he did. Oh my god! Which, yes. Which is, which is understandable. I mean, there was some very, like, like fucking Iceman dies. Oh like, that's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Like. And their oh love was so clear. Like uh-huh. I, I will give Tom Cruise this. He's a good crier. Like he's, oh, yeah. he's a he's a good little crier. He's great in these movies. He's like, great. He's, he is he's great. amazing. In he is great. Movies. He just gives me the ick, which is fine. Well, it's fine. Sure, he's it's fine if Tom Cruise gives you the ick in real life. But like him playing Maverick, like he, he's excellent in these movies. Yeah, yeah. I just need to. I like just need to separate the two. But it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. And but he's you know he's a good you see him he's a great action star he's like the best action star of all time that's why he's like in mission impossible and all that and those movies only got better you know so it's kind of like I wouldn't know i've never seen any of them it's yeah he's just really good <laughs> at playing an action star and with this emotional side that mm-hmm. i mean obviously he's a problematic person um because of his insane like scientology situation but it's like yep. you kind of have to just i guess watch this movie and just think about everybody else who made this movie as well and think about just like all the work it goes into making these and the the love and everything that everybody feels and the cast and um yeah and even like John Hamm he's like kind of the Iceman situation in the second one as well with like kind of not really liking him and giving him a chance and having him redeem himself to his higher ups um it's so it's like kind of the same story over again but like much better much well better well done better acted um with miles teller as well and yeah yeah it's it's crazy so um we have like five minutes left on this thing so when it yeah. runs out Do need to reset it i will set it up again and that will be our break <clears throat> so okay, <laughs> okay. how's okay. that sound yeah that sounds good yeah okay um, I love the, I love the whole storyline with Miles Teller uh, being Goose's son, obviously, mm. who you know we see in the, in the first movie, um, playing the piano. With, uh, 
play yeah, the, the little pe- boy. Yes. Yeah, he plays the song that Goose plays in the first movie, and it was with Meg so Ryan cute. there with Meg Ryan. <laughs> yeah, your super oh, fluffy white hair. It's like oh my god, she's so young. She was so cute. Um, yeah, yeah, and and, uh, and the whole Maverick <laughs> situation where he like he he pulls his application or something like, and he makes him he basically makes him like like holds him back mm-hmm. in in flight school which was insane um yeah but it's at the request of meg ryan exactly at the request of meg ryan yep yep and he doesn't <sighs> even have to tell him that he they somehow fix that situation without him having to be like blaming it on the wife blaming it on like she, he says to penny like the reason i didn't tell him was because i didn't want him to be disappointed in his mom and yeah. for something like that. And so he's just keeping it to himself. And he does the entire time. And it's like, yeah. that's his secret. He's going to take it to the grave. And it's perfect because he doesn't need to. He can just say he's sorry and that he didn't think he was ready. And that's it, you know, and, and he just lets he just lets him hate him. What was his call sign? It was um, Rooster. Miles Teller. Rooster. Because he's yes. just like yeah. Goose. Yeah. He's another. He's in the. Yeah. Another yes. bird. Yes. So, yeah. I was and I thinking, like that they introduced. Go continue. I like that they introduced that that rooster is cautious as a result of his father's death. Uh-huh. Doesn't take risks, and then you have the contrast contra- contra- with uh-huh. Hangman, yeah. who is just the maverick of this generation, just cocky, mm-hmm. just does whatever he wants, leaves people out to dry. Um, so it's a nice contrast with Rooster, who's a very cautious flyer, doesn't want to take risks. Mm-hmm. as a result of his father's death. Glenn yeah, Powell which we do know Goose too. was a bit more of a cautious flyer, but because Maverick was his pilot, he really couldn't yeah. do fucking shit. Like, mm-hmm. he couldn't no. he couldn't tell Maverick to do anything. No. It just was... Not, not, that, not that Maverick wouldn't take Goose's opinion into anything, you know, but he, still. I always thought Once it was... Maverick's doing something, you can't really get him to stop. Oh, of course. It's interesting that they some pilots have, like a co-pilot like in the back and yeah. some don't and some don't and i don't understand why but they also have wingmen so like you always have two together i think it's the because other. the two pilots like those planes have more tactical stuff going on like the second mm-hmm. pilot is like maybe they need like maybe how the, the plane is built they need like a second pair of eyes basically because they're constantly looking around yeah and being like oh bogey like 10 o'clock like they're looking at, i'm like really you're just they can looking see. out the window yes <laughs> but then they're also like doing the gadgets and stuff like they're like they have those planes have like extra things like when they were doing the um the mission practice they had those like sensors that they had to yeah steer mm-hmm. and those extra yeah, so maybe those planes just have more stuff on them so usually it's so a goose is the radar intercept officer okay um and yeah so then those planes yeah have two individuals in them with one piloting and the other yeah doing the sensors as you said um yeah so it's like i think in the mission it was bob who mm-hmm. was doing the missile on mm-hmm. bob. Bob. Yeah, bob so great bob. oh my god i love bob oh yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it I was nice a new it. generation. It was, it was really nice seeing a new generation. Also, the nice thing with a woman 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. I love that. Phoenix. Phoenix. I, w- I wish there was another yep. one. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, not just one. I wish there were like two, but you know, it's, it's we got one. Yeah, so there, I guess yeah. We'll take, there was we'll take another it. one in the group, but we didn't really get to talk to her ever. So, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I think it'd be a good time to take a little break because we have to restart the Zoom meeting, everybody. So, <laughs> okay, we'll be back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, we're back. For my little break. <laughs> um, so we were just talking about the gang, I guess. Um, the people yep. that we liked. I would like to bring up Glenn Powell, who you said hangman before. Yeah, hangman. I love Glenn Powell. He's a great actor. He always plays some kind of flying person. Seems this way because he was also in um, uh, Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures, and he's going to be in another movie. Um, I let me just remind myself what it's called. Where he's also a pilot. Um, it's going to be devotion which has uh has jonathan majors as like the lead but then like glenn powell's like his best friend or something so and that's like during the korean war so it's it's a period of drama but he's still flying a plane i'm like this guy (laughs) they're like who's the most believable handsome pilot dude you can think of and it's uh it's glenn powell who i i I do really like a lot (laughs) so I mean, he, maybe... has all, he has that all-American look as well. Mm-hmm. He really does. He's just like, just an American boy. Oh, yeah, he sure does. Maybe, I mean, maybe having fake, you know, pilot acting is, is good on your resume. It's experience. So maybe there's like, let's just get, let's just get him in here. And I really could tell like these, they're, everything in this movie was all kind of practical effects as much as possible, which was so clear and so obvious that it, because it looked very good. Like, yeah. j- just the, even, like, the simulations that they had when they're in the planes. I mean, it was so clear that all of these actors went through, like, an intense situation to try and, like, be the best that they could at being a pilot, like an actor. You know, it's like, not everybody can do this. And they did an excellent job. And even like all this you know there was stunts there was things happening and they did it to the best of their ability which is i guess what tom cruise likes to do he's just so intense he like needs it so (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. um but it did make the movie look really good it made the action sequences really good the the cgi was very good um you know you really can't go wrong 
with something like this. Like, it, it could be a very bad military movie. Like, there's so many not great, like, mm-hmm. military-funded movies. Like, because the American government, like, always funds these kind of things. Especially this movie, you know? And you show things like this, and, they, of course, you have one side of the spectrum, which is, like, Transformers. And then you have this side of the spectrum, which is, like, so different and much more artful, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy that this is a bit of a sort of military propaganda movie. I read that in for the first Top Gun, after the release of Top Gun, applications to the Air Force went up by 500%. Um, yeah. So really in spot. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So five hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. They, they and they said they had booths outside of movie theaters. You could sign up immediately after uh-huh. watching the movie in theaters oh in the eighties and eighty six to sign up for the Air Force. Thank God they didn't do that with this movie. I think the no, only I mean, thing that skyrockets that... is mustaches. I think that mustaches. Yes. And oh, for glasses. sure. And, <laughs> and, it's, and there's going to be plenty of people being uh, being rooster for Halloween this year. <laughs> Hundred percent. I mean, I could bring out my Top Gun outfit again, dude. You yeah. bring it back. Bring it with bring you it back, back to London. Don't. Yeah, don't sleep on this. Like you gotta. I'm gonna bring it. Bring it back. Bring it back. I can send you guys a picture after. Put it oh, on. I'm gonna promotion. be. I'm gonna be rooster in his in his like goose outfit. I'm gonna get like I already have. I already I already dressed kind of like dad on vacation, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna get the fake I'll mustache. Just, I'll just be I'll just be rich. I'll get a fake mustache with I'll the shaved sides. Like it's a, shaved it's a mustache that only extends to the upper lip, and that's it. Like, yep. Oh god. Very specific mustache. It sounds not... so gross the way you describe it, but it just... <laughs> it's not what it is. <laughs> but it looks. But it looks. Miles looks really cute with it. Um, I'm gonna say we do um, have some. I was gonna say we have some great call signs in this, like. Even Hondo, who I really loved, but we got Rooster, Hondo, Iceman, Cyclone, Phoenix, Bob, who's just regular, but Payback, Warlock, um, Fanboy, Fritz, Omaha, Coyote, Halo. I was trying to think of what we would be in our Our call signs. I've I've been thinking about this. I think I would be Cheeks. (laughs) Cheeks? Cheeks? Or Cheeky something like that why because i am a i can be cheeky sometimes and i have a very round body so i was thinking maybe that would be how about how about, how about cake cake well, is cake. also good <laughs> why cake again because of, of the butt my butt <laughs> <laughs> i the seat would be just like and also very, very sweaty so may, maybe something <laughs> Sweaty, very sweaty. What? Okay, messy. Not... I don't um, know. I don't know about that. All right, um, Emily. Hmm. I have not thought about this at all. So I'm gonna. I have been thinking about this. Oh, good, Vicky. Like ice gal or I've... something like that. <laughs> well, yeah, it could be ice. Yeah, ice, ice woman, ice girl. Because I was a figure skater. Mm-hmm. So I do have an ice connection. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, I and I love ice man, and I could also be tango. The uh-huh. dance of Argentina. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, so these, yeah, some of these ideas that I've thought, of, yeah, tango. <laughs> and it kind of goes into like the, the uh, what is it called? With the alphabet, the military. Oh alphabet. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For tango. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. it could also be vulture. 
because my name starts with a V and <laughs> it's true. Vulture. These are options. I have, I have they are. They're definitely options. They're definitely options. Echo um, is the E, so that could yeah. be Emily as well. But um, yeah, that'd be cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, may, maybe maybe Echo um, or um, Viking for my Nor- my Norwegian heritage. <laughs> That's fun. That could be good, yeah. and it could be for Vavrik. Yeah, that would be good because it's kind of like I a military, you know, or like an aggressive. Thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes aggressive um that's fun yeah i guess so yeah that'd be fun okay we, we all need to decide on one and we're, are we oh. gonna dress up like them for for halloween and we're just yep, gonna do it absolutely just be be it okay oh oh my goodness i um, mean penny jennifer Connolly's outfits were absolutely incredible as well she had like straight leg jeans like blue jeans and like bomber jackets and big poofy shirts as this pretty badass um barkeep like bar owner um but other than that she was just kind of there to be to be hot <laughs> yeah she was there to be hot yeah. i, mean, <laughs> I liked her a lot she executed it flawlessly sure yeah i liked her a lot I, I liked her kid i liked the you know the kind of her and Maverick kind of acting like teenagers again he was like jumping out of her window to get away and mm-hmm. whatever that. so the daughter didn't see um I just thought it was, I don't know. I w- by this time, I, I wasn't there for the for the female love interest for for Maverick. I was there for the men. For the, I was there for for the, for, for the well, others for, for the, for the, the group. The, yeah, for the group. For the I was I was there for, for the, the friends. I was yeah. I was there for the gang. I love them. Um, <clears throat> but I still thought it was funny, you know. And I felt I felt like they had good chemistry. Um, she was referenced in the first one. I don't know if you remember. She was. In- I was trying to figure that out. So- yeah when so in the bar scene with meg ryan and goose she was talking about to i forgot the name of uh the other actress um kelly mcgillis's character it's charlie charlie she was talking to meg ryan about maverick's past and they were Mm. like she was like oh you should have seen what he did to Penny Benjamin or something like that. Like he, mm. he ran around the block with her or something like that. Uh, and that was, she like said her the entire name. And I was like, that's such a specific thing to say. Um, turns out like, and then they're like, why don't we just put this character that we know that Maverick has had history with. And, and that was like, you know, 50 years ago or I don't know, 40 years ago. Um, so killing him. It's not 40 years. Is it? Uh, what was the first one? Eighty six. <clears throat> um, yeah. Oh God. So I mean, that's like, detail though. I did. I didn't even catch that. Like they were just, they were just talking. I did not catch that. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, also, Tom Cruise's very distinct um, tooth right in the middle of his face is so obvious in the first Top Gun. It's like crazy when he's because he's smiling the entire movie. So it's like. You just see that t- the big old tooth right in the center of his face. Like, he doesn't have a symmetrical mouth. That's true. That's true. Did he did he get that fixed? Because I, I every time he, I did, I never saw it. I never see this thing. I don't know what you're talking about. This, this <laughs> mythical, this mythical middle tooth. No, it's there. Has, like, it's has. so obvious, okay? It's like. He has gotten his tooth. Yeah. It's slightly I better I guess I'm just now. not looking at his mouth. No. I, I never, I, I'm, I think. If I if I'm thinking about how I look at Tom, I'm looking at his eyes. I think that's how that's where I'm looking. It's I'm looking it's at. slightly better now because his lips aren't as 
like it's just not as clear anymore like with his more you know his i don't know 50 something year old face i don't even know how old he is he's he's like ageless okay 60 he He looks incredible he's born in 62 i mean he was born in 1962 okay like that's this guy looks amazing (laughs) he really does it is his job to look amazing and he takes it extremely seriously (laughs) yeah he but the like the football scene when he's out there with everybody he looks like one of the guys like you lose him He's ripped. Because he's so ripped. <laughs> oh, it's it's too much. Like, it's insane. Yeah. It is insane. It is insane. <clears throat> Should I see if there's any uh, trivia oh, on the yeah. page? Yeah. There's definitely going to be some fun trivia. Let's check it out. Let's look at that. Other than what we've already mentioned. Let's see. Um, according to Miles Teller, the cast got to choose their own call signs. He chose Rooster because it was in the same family as Goose. What? I would that's, think about uh, that for wild. so long. Like <laughs> they did. the world, the World War II P fifty one Mustang scene in this movie is actually Tom Cruise's own airplane. He is an accomplished pilot in real life. He is again this man. I did know that. Uh, takes his life He's very wild. seriously. That that was an incredible scene, though, when they were in that old plane and it was flying, and yeah. the two of them are just trying to figure it out and have to look to not get killed. And they had all the, somehow all that ammo in there, and they could just blow out those flares. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, I mean, it's so intense. The whole oh, end that, that scene was incredible. <laughs> oh my it was goodness! So good. And then, and then it was. Um, I want to talk about like the I know we briefly talked about uh, the kind of like the end of the movie, but like the the second wind that the movie got like this movie, you know, it was going it was going at a consistent pace. It was going. And then and then, you know, once the mission is like kind of complete, you know, we lost we lost Maverick Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of turns into this like crazy heist situation where Goose, not Goose, uh, Rooster and Maverick have to like steal a plane and get out of this this enemy hangar yep <laughs> and i was like the movie's not done yet like it just no. was it was a roller coaster like the fact that it wouldn't end and then and just oh my goodness and when he a... flew by at the end right by the like he did the flyby the tower the, the fly- tower i truly i was in this movie theater and it wasn't a super full movie theater because i went to see this in the morning but there's still like 10 people in there I literally like put my fist up to the air and went, "Yeah!" <laughs> like that. <laughs> like fucking bre- breakfast club style. Yeah. I seriously did that. <laughs> I was like, "Who am I? I'm obsessed with this movie." <laughs> I like this uh, this other one. It said the roof of the shack next to Ed Harris wasn't supposed to be lifted when Maverick flies uh, past. However, they only had one chance. It was to real. Shoot it. It's crazy. So they kept it in the film. It's amazing. It's really amazing like a lot of this is real like it says there are minimal green screens and cgi shots in this film and even the close-up cockpit shots are taken during real in-flight sequences this meant that much of the cast had to undergo extensive g-force training sessions to withstand the physical demands of g-force pressures during flights oh my gosh they this this is like a technical achievement and a 
actor's achievement. It's just like to, this opportunity of being in this movie is 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 crazy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for these actors, it's like a something they'll never forget, and it's pretty crazy. Yeah, um, that's wild. I just I'm just reading that Miles Teller was cast in the role of Goose's son, beating out the likes of Nicholas Holt and Glenn Powell. Oh, okay. So, oh. And apparently all three were flown to Tom Cruise's house for a chemistry test. <laughs> so Miles Teller impressed the most as Rooster, but apparently Glenn Powell also impressed Tom Cruise to the point where they gave him a bigger role in, a, in the movie as Hangman. I mean, oh, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Love it. He's so but charming. Poor, but Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Nicholas Holt, Cousin Greg. <laughs> Did I get it? Miles Teller, uh, according to him, three of the six new actors threw up every day of the filming oh, on the Jets. <laughs> oh, no. oh, my God. They probably had to eat, like, just plain food so that they, because they, they knew they were going to throw up. So they're just, like, plain pasta, like, just easy to, to throw up when you have to throw it up. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Oh, I hate throwing up. <laughs> Yeah, right. they they also had to do like they signed up for this it. movie and they knew that they were gonna like throw it. up a lot. It's <laughs> all right. I don't mind either way. Um, I like it. Okay, oh should we uh, should bad. we look at the meta score the 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 t- plot keywords in the meta score because we're uh, we're getting close to time here. Okay, I just I just have to say one more thing here. The football okay, montage had to be shot twice because Tom Cruise didn't like it, so they all shot it and then they went out for beers and milkshakes and tater tots, and then they were like, "We got to shoot it again." That's, oh my god! So they did it slightly tipsy then. Yeah, he made. Oh, I thought I thought he he made them reshoot because like he. I, I I was reading that one too, and I was like, "Oh, he like wanted them to look more buff or something." Like everybody's back in the gym day and night. They had to shoot it because they wanted it to be the sexiest part of the movie. So, I mean, and it was, and so. it was. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Yes, I mean, and it was so, mission successful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see. Plot keywords. Yeah, so plot keywords, we got a fighter jet, sequel, U.S. Navy, fighter aircraft, and pilot. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty much describes it. I Um, guess, yeah. uh, I want to quickly mention um, that the first Top Gun got a 50 meta score. Right. Okay, and this one got a 78 meta score. Which is real good. It's got it's a pretty... bunch of 100s, like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 9 100s. Um, oh my goodness. So it's got 55 positive reviews and 8 mixed reviews and 0 negative reviews. Because wow. what kind of person would not like this movie? <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm surprised I like it as much as I do. Um, but... Yeah, but but, I'd love it. but only because of of my assumptions of the movie when I first watched it, you know, like that's it, right? It's 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 my ignorant assumptions. <laughs> well, Danny, Danny was not convinced to watch it as well. So what? when I came, no, he didn't watch it. So when I came home, what? I was like, that movie was fantastic, and he's like, okay, <laughs> just has no desire to watch it. What? 
I'll, I'll make him watch it when it comes out. Like then we can watch it at home because I will definitely one? be rewatching. He's seen the it. first one before. I and think he it's didn't just, like it. I think he just doesn't. It's been a long time. Like if you're not if you're not thinking about it, and when you're a kid, you're watching it. You're not you're not really truly accepting the reality that this movie like changed action filmmaking after it was okay. made. It is a very like particular time in space and movie making history so it's pretty you know uh iconic but it also is very cheesy and there's a lot of things about it that it's just like over the top music crazy new mo- new music has lady gaga so that's really nice there yeah the go. song i was like i was trying to figure out which song was gonna be lady gaga's and it was you know it was just the end credit scene but still very very good very good song um, uh, so do you want to read the bottom 50, Emily? Yeah, I'm going to read the 50. Uh, the Wall Street Journal gave it a 50. Uh, Top Gun Maverick is not a dislikable movie by any means. The cast is charming, the military stuff is convincing, and the action sequences are, as intended, pretty astounding. In the proper theater I saw in IMAX, it will be a physical experience, literally, one that may lead to armrests being shredded with by white-knuckling audiences in cinemas all over the world. But it's also a little depressing because of where it says movies are going, what it says about the lack of creativity making its way on screen and what a precarious balance movie theaters are in. Okay, so they're just putting it in a context that they want to see, and that's why they gave it a lower score. Um, Judging by what the person said, it didn't sound like they were giving it a 50. So that was a little... Yeah, that was, that was not confusing. a good blurb, I think. Um, yeah, and what because of where it says so he's just saying in general like more movies should be like top gun or 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 maybe it's just because it's a recycled concept that they were like you know this could be an email (laughs) i mean i don't i don't know i don't agree with that i don't agree with that i don't agree with that either but that's no you know they're 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 very pessimistic about the state of filmmaking today yeah very much so very much so john uh i'm gonna read one of these new yorker 70s because for some reason there's two of them i don't know why the new yorker needed two but yeah what okay it says the plain fact is that top gun maverick works designed to coax a throng of viewers into a collective and involuntary fist pump that's me it far outflies the original outflies while retaining um, one old-fashioned virtue, the lofty action unfolds against real skies rather than giant smears of CGI. The heroes may do super stuff, but they're not superheroes. There you go. There we go. That's nice. I like that. Um, we... It is, but the New Yorker has two. That's so weird. <laughs> I mean, everybody reviewed this. Um, we could read yeah. a, uh, a 100 out of the Hell nine. yeah. I don't know which one That's... to pick. Uh, okay, I'm not even there yet. I'm still scrolling. Here we go. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, uh, um, oh my god, I don't know which one. I'm gonna do the Roger Ebert one. Okay. Um, as the jets cut through the atmosphere and brush their target soils uh, in close shave movements, all coherently edited by Eddie Hamilton, the sensation they generate feels miraculous and worthy of the biggest screen one can possibly find. Equally worthy of that big screen is the emotional strokes of Maverick that pack an unexpected punch. Sure, you might be prepared for a second sky dance with Maverick, but perhaps not one that might require a tissue or two in its final stretch. Mm. Aww. 
It's very nice. And I hope that this movie does get at least a nomination for editing as well as other technical awards because it is very, very good in that aspect. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Vicky, I'll be looking up a um, fan fiction and fan art. So I will send you what I find. Send it through. through. You know what? I think I think the Top Gun phase needs needs a second wind, and I think needs that's a second wind. I'm ready to go for my second wind. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm gonna send it. I'm, I'm gonna send like it to our group message. So please, please join me on. Tango's this. ready to go. Tango oh, is ready to go. Tango Viking, right, right behind you. Viking, right behind you. I'm your wingman. I got you. <laughs> Viking, you can be my wingman anytime. Oh, love it. Thanks for joining oh, us, goodness. Vicky. We had such Thanks a good time me. discussing this. Thanks, Vicky. This is so much fun. I okay. know. I love you guys. I love, I love so Top much. Gun. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen Top Gun, go watch it, please. Go for the love it. of goodness, please go watch the movie. <laughs> the At least for the beach goodness. scene. At least for the damn beach scene. Okay. Um, thank you so much, Vicky, for joining us today. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. Uh, please follow our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. Um, or if it's Twitter, it's at By The Popcorn. Um, if you want to email us, please email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And we have some merch, so please check that out. But thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 